Hello and welcome to Center for Victory's podcast of your best day yet. At Center for Victory, we're here to help unlock, reinforce, and enrich relationships through personal and professional development. I'm Eric Guy, Chief Victory Officer here at the Center for Victory. Today's guests, uh, Alex Persclub Zafudo and Adam Zafudo, co-founders of Reengage. Um, looking forward to this uh, episode, guys. Uh, one, what you're doing, and then some examples of what we can be doing during this hard time. Uh, dealing with uh, COVID-19. You know, our theme this month, uh, you know, we set the themes at the end of, of last year, and ironically, the theme for this month is just about kind of rebirth, rejuvenation. Uh, ironically, um, you guys have some good tips for that and how to stay engaged during a time like this. So I'm going to shut up for a little bit. I want you guys to talk about re-engage. Uh, it's a, you know, it's a great, great concept you just had fortunately we just got to to kick it off the first year yeah and, and all this happened so it's, it hasn't been that long since we've all been together you had a great event great speakers it was a, a fabulous day i was there it was tremendous um, but talk a little bit about re-engage and its and its purpose yeah absolutely we uh we founded re-engage to be um well, to start out as a conference for veterans and civilians, and the goal being to empower veterans to pursue their higher purpose and their greatest potential uh, while connecting civilians um, to the veteran experience and really more deeply understanding uh, the veteran transition and, and just different stories of veterans. And so we also wanted to create an opportunity for people to, um, to share success stories in the veteran community and um, to really inspire people to um, to believe in bigger possibilities for themselves and to go to the next level. So we uh, founded that together, um, started working on it about a year and a half ago, and it just, the first yeah. event came to fruition, yeah, a few weeks ago, just just in time. Yeah. Let's talk, you know, maybe Adam, you can chime in here. Talk a little bit about why you guys did this, because, uh, you know, you served in sure. our military. Thank you for your yeah. service. Oh, thank you. So talk a little bit about why it was so important for the two of you to do something like this. Yeah, uh, well, I think it it all kind of centers around when I got out of the military and the things that I struggled with and the things that I saw that were, were very useful. And then also me and Alex kind of deciding that we wanted to serve here in the Pittsburgh veteran community. And we wanted to find a way that um, we could leverage both of our skills. Alex has a tremendous background in conference and event planning. Um, and apparently I'm a halfway decent salesman to talk to people and to, to get them invested in this crazy idea that we had. Uh, but it started around um, Man Up, the conference that Alex produced with Coach Tomlin and Urban Impact Foundation that talks about fatherless youth. They had a veterans breakout um, one year and I, I went to it and I, I came to Alex and I said like why don't we have something like this for veterans it's an all-day event and that was something that you know it, it was like oh that's it's an interesting idea we didn't know if it was a good one or if it was a good idea pretending to be an idea or, you know a bad idea pretending to be a good idea so it was one of those things that we we really struggled with back and forth on whether or not we should do this and how should it be structured and then a conversation we had with uh, with Rocky Byer kind of led us to the point of we wanted to tell success stories. And it was something that 
me and him both resonated on that, you know, uh, an infantryman from Vietnam speaking to an infantryman from Iraq and Afghanistan, and the, the things that, the experiences we shared were so similar, even though they were separated by 50 years. Um, but the thing we both said that was something that we, he noticed then, he notices now, he's, you know, was planning on seeing, and the things that I was seeing as well is that we constantly hear negative stories about veterans. We're constantly hearing the, the, the negative portions of soldiers transition out of the military and their struggles to re-engage their communities when they return to the civilian world. And that was something that it became frustrating for me to, to say that, listen, not every veteran is dealing with homelessness. Not every veteran is dealing with underemployment, unemployment, suicidal ideations, homelessness and drug addiction. Like that's not every veteran. That is a portion of our veteran population that, that has significant challenges, but that's not every veteran. It's, it's not nearly the majority. And the majority of veterans are doing all right, but they're not thriving and they're not, they're not hearing those messages of, hey, the things and the skills that you learned in the military are going to be beneficial for you and they're going to help you reach your potential. How do you see that in the civilian world now is the message that we wanted to kind of come across that all of these tools and all of these talents and skills are gonna help you reach your full potential. A lot of it is going to start, most of it, almost all of it is going to start with yourself and believing that by engaging with your community and deciding to reach out for these resources, it's going to be beneficial for you as well as your community. And to develop yourself. And to develop yourself, absolutely. Yeah, and I think we're seeing a lot of that now. That's why I wanted to have both of you on. Um, you know, I'm really behind what you guys do from a perspective of, uh, you know, I teach a lot about relationship and have for the past, you know, 20 plus years. And it's important to have that connection. And I know at this time, you know, yeah, we're, we're isolated in, in our home with our kids who are in college, but we, we still have each other. And it's not a time to move farther apart. It's actually a time to move closer together. And that's why I think that I believe, strongly believe and saw firsthand through, through re-engage of how just that connection yeah, because yeah. the other good thing that I want to say here too is, uh, my my father, who's a Vietnam vet, got to come to your yeah. event as well, and he absolutely liked it. But it gave us a time uh, to connect to just being there together mm -hmm. and seeing things that were, were were are being done and sharing, and it was it was really neat to see community come together with you know civilians, vets, vets, yeah. and civilians. So, you know, it's, it's really that shift, and I want you to talk about this, both of you, that shift from fear to compassion and service, because I heard that all throughout that Saturday from the different speakers, uh, obviously from myself, uh, from you guys. Uh, talk a little bit about what that means, especially in times like right now, like we're in, we're seeing a lot of people that are really in tremendous amounts of, of fear, not everybody, but there's tremendous amounts of fear. How do we get rid of that through what you guys, I uh, think, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but compassion and service. Yeah. Yeah, I think um, the first thing that's really important to recognize is, you know, the fear is understandable, right? It's there for a reason. This is a totally unprecedented situation that all of us have never gone through. So 
it makes sense. And I know um, for me personally, I've, it's helped a lot to kind of acknowledge that fear rather than fight it, you know, or try to rationalize it. So, yeah, this makes sense. But instead of um, getting really consumed by the fear and spending a lot of time, you know, taking in negative media or just talking about, you know, the potential negative outcomes or predicting, you know, the bad scenarios that keeps us really stuck in fear, the more we focus on it. So how can we really shift, you know, um, shift into more compassion and service and focusing on opportunity and hope and gratitude. And so I think, you know, first acknowledging the fear and then figuring out, um, okay, what I need to do to, to turn that off is really to shift my mental state and to look at, okay, first, what am I really grateful for right now? Because there are things you can find, mm -hmm. right, that um, to be thankful for during this time, or what is this time to slow down or to spend more time with your family? You know, what um, opportunities does that give you? How can you connect with more people, you know, and focus outwardly on um, deepening your connections. You know, I know um, Adam and I were mm -hmm. crazy busy <laughs> in February getting ready for re-engage. And so now that we've had this time really right after the event ended to slow mm -hmm. down, um, we've spent more time together and enjoying actually yeah. like not working and just being together. We've, um, well, we can get into that, I guess, in a little <laughs> bit, but, um, but we've asked ourselves, okay, how can we also show compassion to people right now? How can we be service-minded? Um, and so we've, you know, talk to um, different business owners that we know and looking at how we can support them. Um, our jujitsu gym, you know, looking how we can pre-buy private lessons or, um, well, or things, things like, that, like that. that. This is a, a, a business and a community and people that we really care about. And because of this, you know, they forced to shut down and it's one of those things that nobody can, nobody saw this coming. Nobody saw having to basically press the pause button on, 70% of our economy. Nobody saw that happening. And so it's, it was a, a moment for me and Alex to say, how do we help people during this time? Because you can't imagine the, these are your friends, your family that are dealing with this. How do you help them right now? And it's not always financial. Sometimes it is, you know, or it might be calling a, a yeah, calling a friend who yeah. say if someone lost their job or they're looking for a job now, can you, you know, practice interviews with them or look at their resume for them? every day we've been waking up and just asking ourselves, okay, who can we support today? How can we be intentional to help someone or just be supportive of someone today? I've been texting at least two people every day, just checking in, you know, hey, how are you doing today? How's this impacting you? Or do you want to hop on the phone and chat? Or just really thinking outside the box, are there any ways that we can show support mm -hmm. to someone today? Because we do know that maintaining that connection and staying engaged is really going to, um, yeah. To, to have long-term impact, right, on how we get through this crisis mm -hmm. and what results at the end of it. Yeah, are there any other tips that, uh, you know, you would say, like, you know, what, what other things can we do to bring value? I heard a lot in there, what you said. Is there any other things that you would say, hey, look, you know, try this or this or this to bring value in, in that connection with other people? even if it's an example that you've done, because those are always good for, especially for the folks listening. Sure. So um, in addition to re-engage, I'm also a, uh, a business and success coach. And so I've been talking with different clients about how this is a time to really look at how you can add more value to people right now. So whether it's, you know, through a business or services you offer, 
um, you know, we had just talked about mm-hmm. our jujitsu gym and one thing they're doing that I think is just so cool, you know, they can't have people physically in the gym right now. So they've started a YouTube series. They're putting out trainings for how you can practice jujitsu at home with a laundry basket. Or, you know, if you do have a training partner at home, different things you can do. They created like a game that you can do that's related to jujitsu moves, you know, throughout the day in your home. Um, so they're finding unique ways, you know, to continue to put value out there for people. Um, and so I think as a business, this is a really interesting opportunity to really look at um, your services and what you can do to what, do you, where can you reinvent yourself right now or adjust and pivot? And how can you take things virtually? You know, I have another client who's um, was planning on having a conference this spring they feel really strongly that it's an important event. They want people to still have the content, so they're taking it virtual and doing all they can to figure out, you know, how to make that happen. Um, and so whether or not, you know, that's if you have a business or different, you know, you're in sales or have services you're offering. But I think for anyone right now, there's opportunity to look at, again, how you can be supportive of your friends. Are there charities that you can, that are still taking volunteers right now? Or can you go donate blood? Um, you know, can you support a local business, right, with buying gift cards or, again, promoting their services or helping, you know, spread the word? Um, I think there's really a lot of possibilities right Mm -hmm. now. Um, And even for your family, you know, um, do you want to share actually about, you know, how we had some insights, right, about how we can use this time? Yeah, I mean, really, talk about that. You know, how do you take advantage of this time at home? I hear little things here and there about, that, but, you know, we see people, I see people that really disengage with this because they're, you know, it's yeah. the natural, so for some of it, it's a natural thing to move away when we're stressed. Mm-hmm. And, and that's, you know, that's biology. Some of us yeah. move away. How do we, how do we see that as just kind of a reaction body-wise, an unconscious reaction, but really take advantage of this time at home. And I would love for you guys to share your story if, if you would so much and do that, but really taking advantage of this time at home and not seeing it as, oh, woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think the, it's very easy to, to right now fall into that victim mentality of like, oh, woe is me. That this is all happening to me. I didn't have anything to do with this. You know, I didn't go to the wet market in Wuhan or but it's, we're all dealing with this, that the globe is dealing with this. And so remove yourself from the, the feeling of this is something that's happening to me, that it's just something we're all experiencing together. And how do you change your ability to deal with that from just experiencing this and trying to get through day by day to, okay, what is it that I'm going to do? And Alex asked a really good question, I think, earlier this week of who do you want to be at the end of this? Yeah. You know, if this drags on until April 30th, who do you want to be? You have an extra month where your responsibilities and your all of those things in your life that add up and don't allow you to, to use your full brain space have kind of been removed for us. We don't really have that. You know, you don't have that. Oh, I, I got to be out the door by 7.15 or... I have to get here and then here and then here because if I don't, I'm going to be behind. You have all the free time in the world and all of those days that you just asked for, I wish I had another hour. You got all of them at the same time. You have a whole month. of What can you do with this time to, to better yourself, to prioritize your, your own growth? 
I just think about how many people are now sitting at home going, I don't know if I like this just sitting around doing nothing, but I like it more than I liked what I was doing. Maybe now is the time that a lot of people start to reevaluate what it is that they're doing with their careers and start looking for a job that's more purposeful. They feel more fulfilled in. I can't think of a better time to, to try to look at your job and go, we're talking about essential and non-essential. Well, it's essential for your life, for your job and your, what it is that you do to have purpose. I think that's essential for every human being because if you don't feel essential to yourself, you don't feel essential to the world. I think how how do you deal with that now that like I am put on pause where I can't do anything. But if it's essential for you and you feel purposeful, you can still continue moving on with those those steps that you were taking. I think it's important to Eric to you know um, we're talking about shifting out of you know that that victim mentality, and I think it's important to not to discount right that there are real difficulties right now. I mean this is very legitimate. There's some real struggles. Um, but ultimately, at the end of the day, what serves us best is to focus on what we do have control over and what we can impact. And so I know um, one thing for us personally, Adam and I have talked about is, um, you know, again, last month we were so busy that we were really just, every interaction was pretty much about work. It was about re-engage. It was about what we were doing, right? And just very, we were um, like in constant go mode. And so having this time to really slow down you know, I think it was last week, we took a day where we just, uh, we streamlined, you know, our church service from our home, then we played chess, we practiced some jujitsu in our basement, we took our dog for a long walk, we came home and watched a movie together, and Adam turned to me and said, you know, it really hit him how much um, I had been in work mode, and he said, you know, I really enjoyed just having this day as husband and wife, and just yeah. being together, just being present in the moment, and just just hanging out together, and that really hit me. And I know when he said that, it's like that was kind of um, a good awareness moment for me of realizing, wow, how much am I so much in go mode and work mode and just kind of, you know, talking to him about work instead of just being together. And so I think that's something we're going to take away from this is, okay, even when this crisis is over and we are back to a faster pace, how can we be intentional to prioritize our relationship yeah. and our time to just be together and enjoy that time? Because um, it's important. Yeah, very good. And I, I love that question. What do you want to be at the end of this? And I think we'll just kind of end on that. That's a great note to end on. Uh, really, what do you want to be at the end of this? It could be 30 days. It could be longer than that. We just don't know. Uh, but very, very good points today, guys. I really appreciate uh, you guys. I know you'll probably be back on at, at some point and look forward to that with any other advice, uh, you know, that, that we can share with our listeners and viewers. But really appreciate you being on. And yeah. thanks for watching, listening, all of you that are doing such. Um, please make sure you leave a, this video a like and a comment down in the comment section below or to any other thing that you would like to hear. If you want to hear back from Adam and Alex, be happy to have them back on. Uh, they've been thank great you. friends. Oh, thank you. Eric. Like more information, please visit our website at centerforvictory.com. And just remember, wherever you're at, whatever you're doing, make this your best day yet. See you next time. Thanks, Aaron.